Hey, uh, I have no idea what we meant by that when we first started doing it. Somehow uh, it just stuck. Y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. I am your host, same week, same time, same all that other shit, uh, Spencer. Now, last week, I had my boy Aaron on, a part of the uh, prestigious uh, Kappa Alpha Psi. We in with the school together, and he talked about, you know, a uh, really dope story, you know, he had talking about, like, growing up as a preacher's kid, his wife, his kids all this other stuff you know what i mean so uh that one really dope uh you are enough is what that episode was called so really dope man but um this is my 23rd episode and i'm just kind of taken back that like i made it we made it I always say we made it as far as i did not do this thing by myself but today i have yet well and not to take away from anybody else who's been on because all phenomenal people with phenomenal stories there's certain ones that I really look forward to doing, <laughs> and this is one of them. Um, I look forward to doing all of them, but like it's something that a little bit more. And uh, you guys heard my man Nick on that joint was called "From the Sandbox." He was like, is literally my oldest childhood friend. I met him in 2002, but today I got my man Will, aka Ha G. What's going on, man? What's going on? Man? What's going on, y'all? Happy to be here. Yeah, man, dog. I met Will in 2006. So he's my second oldest childhood friend, which means he is very old. I am not. Um, <laughs> you're a little older than me, though. I mean, February, I'm July. You, you got me, but <laughs> that's the same thing Nick said. Like, you older than me, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, man, I've known Will since 2006, man, and um. You know, I met him in uh, a. We're not. I'm not gonna. No, I can put his. I can put his name out there, Mister uh, Kirby. Tenth uh, uh, grade U.S. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, was that the classroom where we got in trouble because we couldn't whisper and we were trying to talk to each other about something? <laughs> <laughs> See, bringing back memories already. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. As a matter of fact, it was funny because uh, me and Will became so close in that era of time. I remember. Uh, a memory that's coming back is Mr. Kirby always tried to like separate us or whatever, but you know, it didn't matter. I mean, we're on the podcast today, so what hey, good here, did we, that here do? we are. What is it like 12 <laughs> years later, some 2022, 2006? Yeah, man. has flew, man. it has flew. Um, so yeah, man, you said what? No, I was just saying completely different people standing completely different. People. Well, I mean. I don't know. I think we have some remnants of our childhood. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, the heart's still yeah, there, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got sponsorabilities now. Exactly. Um, but no, we won't get to that later, man. But another thing I want to say about Will, man, is uh, how I like what makes us close is that y'all know if y'all been listening this far, y'all know y'all already know my story, and like you know, I do my best work behind a microphone, whether it be hosting on the radio doing the whole cemetery thing at Arlington, you know. Um, so I've been very familiar with hosting and being uh, very, 
um, comfortable behind a microphone for a long time. But my first ever opportunity or, um, yeah, opportunity to be a host or have a microphone in my hand was the high school. I wouldn't say it was a talent show, right? Because there was no winner, like there was I no. Like there, I feel like there were winners. I feel like there was there was like there was, okay, there was, all like, right. There was winners. It was, it was basically a talent show. A talent show slash. I don't show know what they won, but <laughs> they won something. <laughs> Maybe some clout, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what was clout back then? You know? <laughs> Popularity, and most of the niggas who were popular. Just a little Charles County <laughs> notoriety. That's all you know. And most of the people who uh, were deemed popular back then probably ain't shit now. Um, so a talent show slash showcase, and it was called Coffee House. Now, the original hosts were not Will and I, the original hosts were two dudes named Anthony and Deshay, who I had on here a little while ago. Um, yeah, Shay Speaks, you know, (laughs) funny episode. Go listen to that guy. Um, so, uh, no, so me and Will, we auditioned our senior year to do that talent show man and um i think his name was mr minor yeah that yeah 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 yeah, yeah i think i think <laughs> so. that sounds right that sounds fresh okay he was a theater teacher yeah. at uh north point at our high school and i remember he uh wanted us to do it and i was like man you know i'm real shy i don't know about will but oh i didn't know about will at the time and Will was like, man, come on, man. Let's just do it, man. Let's just do it. And I was like, all right, man, I'll do it. So we actually ended up getting a dog, um, you know, getting a part, you know what I mean, after the audition. And I think it was a two-night event um, or three. I feel like it was it was I feel like it was three because I think it was a Thursday three. show, Friday, and then a, a Saturday night show or whatever. But like the Friday and Saturday were like the big ones or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I remember that was our first ever hosting experience. Well, no, because Will was already doing the morning announcements in high school. I was doing the morning announcements. That's true. Yeah, because uh, he's the only other person I know where his voice is as deep as mine. So he kind of was doing the voice thing before I was. I got more drip though. It's like no. Oh, see the drip. You you see the drip back there. So, uh, drip is not what you need. You don't want to challenge the drip. Yeah, no, you know what? All right, all right, all right. More clout, more. You got more drip. <laughs> I, I honestly uh, don't give a shit I, uh, about clout dripping. I, I just remembered. Um, for the uh, for the coffee shop, I remember it was like the Friday night when we came out to the party life joint by O and our damn uh, certain ties and just knew we was the freshest out there. I mean, we, we we killed it though. Oh, yeah, shut it down but yeah i remember the party like oh my god all right right, we're gonna get into that later man i I gotta let will take the floor because you know this episode's about him but (laughs) um nah so like we that was my first ever hosting gig man so you know i definitely gotta give some credit to you dog for like talking me into um doing that because i remember i didn't want to do it you know i was like real shy and you know, and I like, well, was like, come on, man. So like that, after I did it, man, um, you want to hear a real funny story real quick where, you know, you take the mic. Oh, man, drop so, it uh, <laughs> and I promise we're going to get to you, but I got to tell this. <laughs> so Coffee House. Oh, by the way, that's why this is called Coffee House Part Two. Because, 
you know, Will and I are back on the microphones. Like he said, a little different, a little yeah, older. A little, little, little different, a little older, a little bit more seasoned, you know, got some gray in the beard. Yeah. Got yeah, a beard, yeah. actually. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is married. It is not me. So guess the other one. Uh, <laughs> but no, so I remember uh, my freshman, our freshman year of college, right? Um, Mr. Minor had actually hit me up and was like, hey, um, you know, I know you off at school and stuff, but you know, we're doing coffee house again. It'd be cool if you could come one of the nights and kind of just, you know, make a cameo. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. You might know about this. So, uh, and Steve, my line brother, forgive me if you're listening to this because this story is about you, <laughs> but it's hilarious. So I remember I told my LB Steve, who was on in my podcast as well. You'd like, so I got a bunch of people, you know uh from north point on there but um so i told steve i said man you know they want us to do uh you know mr mine want me to come by a coffee house man just say what's up you know and will can attest to this we really weren't popular if like that was even a th- we're grown now so popularity means nothing but like back then like we really were we were kind of just we were cool with everybody yeah, 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 we were cool with everybody. The catch all cools. Yeah, you know, so I was in my head, I was like, man, why ain't nobody gonna know me, man? You know what I mean? But a majority, a lot of people who we went to school with were still there because, you know, a lot like, you know, classes of uh, 2010 and 11 or whatever. So I was like, ah. Because we were the first graduating. We were the first to graduating. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Steve show up, packed house, nervous all over again. And I'm not even hosting this thing. I don't even know who was hosting it, but. So, uh, Mr. Minor gets on the microphone and he was like, Hey y'all, we got a special guest." And I was like, I'll just stand in there. And then, so he calls me on stage. And if y'all remember Spencer, he hosted it with Will off or whatever he said. So I get up on the stage. I was just telling my girl this story the other day. She was in tears. I said, uh, I got up on stage and, um, I said, Hey, what's up everybody? You know, whole crowd just went crazy. Right. <sighs> Ah, you know, and I was just sitting there like, damn, well, you know me, though. I ain't never been the type of person to be in a spotlight or anything. Uh, I feel looking bashful. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember um, I'm up there and I was like, man, you know, I was like, damn, these people really, ch-. I literally, no bull, I actually turned around to see who they were screaming at. Like, you know what I mean? Because I was like, I know they ain't talking to me. So Steve had this idea to come up on stage, right? <laughs> and have everybody start swag something. <laughs> so he told me this before we actually got there. And I said, yeah, man, that's a good idea. Because remember, that's that's right when that song first came out with Swag. Mm-hmm. So, like, so he said, man, I'm going to run up on there. People know who me are, who I am, because... You know, we were all we all hanging out, so they gonna know me too or some. I don't remember. Steve again, apologize for paraphrasing <laughs> right now because I know he listens to this. So like, you know. So I remember he comes up on stage and everybody was like still screaming. He comes up on stage and everybody stopped. So I was like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so Steve grabs the mic and he was like, "What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all?" And I remember someone from the crowd, Steve probably don't remember this. I remember this plain as day. Someone from the crowd, you couldn't see because it was super dark. The spotlights were on us. And like this is after he started trying to do the swag surfing, right? And nobody moved. All you hear is like the song Steve trying to swag surf and nobody moved. And everybody's just staring at him like, yo, what the fuck? 
And then you heard this voice come from the back and it went, shut the fuck up. Uh. And there was this girl in the front, right? The same, I bought, I BS you not. True story, God, try me down if I'm lying. A same girl, I don't know who this was. I got up on stage and the girl, and well, again, you know I'm not like the egotistical type. Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm not saying this for like cloud or anything. This no, is actually, sure, this actually sure. happened. So there was this girl in front of in the front in front row. It was like, oh, Spencer cute. And I was like, who the fuck is he talking to me? So Steve gets on the stage and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that same girl was like, yo, who is this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But look at yo, Steve is like, he got clout now. Like, you know what I mean? DJ so wavy, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. You, know. <laughs> hey, sorry, you got it, you got it. When you don't, you don't. <laughs> one thing i know yes. kids are mean <laughs> kids are mean kids are mean um but no yes yeah, so i remember that i remember that. But anyway i had to tell that story uh before we got really got started um but no y'all that's how i know will <laughs> um and uh again we'll get in you know later into our friendship later in the episode but i just want you know i always like to tell people how i know these people that uh honor me to come on and you know talk about their stories when something they did not have to do um and come on something that's attached to my name so uh and a little bit more about will and after this he can take it super proud of man he got a little girl and a new bride who will be on here with him sometime in the next few weeks but we're gonna keep that a little on the hush hush uh so yeah, man. How's the uh, the uh, the 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 um, well, yeah, newly wed life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, newly wed life is beautiful, man. Like it's it's cool. Like cool. One thing about it, though, like I'll say, like for sure, like you know, like right after the wedding, like people were asking me, like, oh, like hey, like you know, does it feel any different? Does it feel any different? You know, like. You're married now. You a husband now. You know she's a wife now. Like you know, what's what's different? And you know, like I'll admit, like you know, like I was like, oh no. I mean, you know, it feels about the same because I mean, like one thing about like me and my my wife, you know, we've been uh we've been together for well, it'll be eight years in uh, March. It'll be eight years in March. You know, just got married mm-hmm. in September. So right. like we've got you know a very long standing relationship. Like we've been doing this you know partnership thing for like a long time, and like you know we got something that really you know works well you know obviously you know that's why i put a ring on it you know so i got the got the ring right here type, you know? so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. more drip more drip you know more drip you know gotta gotta have a little drip you know but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so like you know i was like nah i mean you know it's it feels pretty much like the same or whatever but you know after you know like the last couple of weeks of you know just kind of sitting on it thinking on it i mean it's not necessarily like uh you know feels different but it it really is different like it's like you know it's it's like a different set of responsibilities like it's a different set of like weight on your shoulders like you know like before sure you know like i was the quote unquote head of the household because you know i had a fiance you know i had a you know had a baby girl but at the end of the day i mean like there's nothing you know that you know like i could have you know like god forbid of course you know drop dead tomorrow and like you know there would be nothing you know for them because right. that you know that marriage and all like that union wasn't sealed type deal you know what i mean like so it's like right. stuff like that you know like it's like a, a different weight like you know you you think about it like it's like 
I mean, it's not all on me, but you know, you gotta, you kind of gotta think like, yeah, like this is, this is on me, you know, this is, this is my ship, you know, I gotta keep it afloat, you know. Of course, I got my, you know, my co-captain with me, you know, doing things, running routes, you know, and stuff like that. But you know, if I'm not holding up my end of the bargain, you know, the ship ain't gonna go, like type right. deal. So, right. yeah, right. man, you know, but I like it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like I'm beyond blessed to say I have a wife, to say I have a daughter, to say I have a family, like you know a loving one and like a great relationship, like all in one man. Like I'm, I'm beyond blessed. Man. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember at the wedding who will had the, uh, gave me the honor of being inside of the bridal. Par- I mean, um, <laughs> damn, not the bridal party. Uh, no, it's, the, it's the bridal party. That's the, Oh, oh, I'm going to bridesmaid term. party. That's how I thought about it. In my mind. <laughs> I wasn't no bridesmaid. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Will had uh, all of us, you know, all some other guys who, you know, all consider his friend more like brothers, actually, you know, because I've known him for a while um, in the wedding. And I and I distinctly remember y'all's uh, pastor, who I'm also assuming did y'all premarital counseling and stuff. Um, he had said that he had never seen a couple who was more ready um, to make this commitment that y'all made. You know what I mean? I, I think. I mean, I still remember the whole day, man, you know, but like that was one of the I was like, damn, man, that's that's heavy, you know, um, no. to uh, uh, say that, you know, what I mean, especially to it because a dude obviously was an older gentleman. So he's saying that about someone that's, you know, our age. And, you know, that means a lot. So, um, you know, real dope, man, that he said no. that. And, uh, you know, I just I don't know. I, I sound like a broken record. I say this all the time, but like it's just to me, unbelievable like sometimes that like how much we've grown because like i remember us you know me you steve swan dre you know yeah. a couple other cats like go after high school meeting up at chipotle and just <laughs> you know what i'm saying just bsing hanging and, out uh, not a care in the world no real responsibilities to the name yeah that. yeah or the uh the night of um I think I got this right. July 17th. 18th. You a day off. I'll never forget it. <laughs> no, I mean, we can get into that story. I mean, yeah, I don't mind telling it. The infamous day. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I actually told uh, Morgan, you know, uh, my lady, that story. And she was like, yo, y'all was wild. I was like, we were idiots. That's what we were. So to, like, know that, like, know you since then, man. And, like, you know, when you uh, let me hold your... Uh, a uh, little girl at the wedding. I was like, dog, like I've known this dude since. And again, this is just me. Other people might not look yeah. at it like that, but like, I'm like, damn dog, I've known this dude since we were what? 15. And like, I'm now holding his daughter, like you know, at his uh, uh, rehearsal dinner for the wedding. <laughs> like 16 years later, like <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Like I said, the rearranging that Mr. Kirby did didn't, didn't really do much. <laughs> didn't didn't um, do too, too much. Yeah. He was a cool dude though. But anyway, so, Go back a little bit before that for me, man. You know, um, like I said, I know we uh, known each other for a while. And uh, I remember when we spoke and you agreed to do this, you said you had a few uh, mm, examples of uh, overcoming perseverance, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, I mean, that's what it's, uh, this is about, man. You know what I mean? And uh, you never know. You're. Your situation or your past, you know, situations of overcoming hardships, you know, somebody might have been going through the same thing and they hear you overcame it. And, you know, what I mean, it might be positive. It might be, you know, might be inspiring to them. Whew, so shoot. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I mean, yes, we could, you know, we can we can we can start, you know, 
post where the real world started in North Point. You know, the real world starts there. That's what, at least what they told us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not my real world. No. <laughs> but yeah, man. So um, for those of you who know me, those of you who don't, you know, of course, I am a graduate of the Florida AM University. You know, attended there from uh, 2009 to 2013. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, I went there directly after, after, after uh, high school, excuse me. Man, I mean, I, I can't talk enough about how much I love, like, FAMU and, like, how much that school, like, you know, really meant to me and, like, means to me, like, how it's directly changed and affected my life. I mean, no FAMU, there's no wife, there's no, you know, daughter, there's no, you know, right. none of that type deal. So, like, that's, right, right. I owe FAMU a lot for a for FAMU, FAMU, I, I, I'll always love it, but, man, like, it was a haze to get up out that college. I ain't going to lie. Because I remember, um... <laughs> You know, I remember my first school that I got into. I think you were—I told you this uh, years ago when I got into Bethune Cookman. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, there are rivals, you know, for anyone who don't know, we'll, right? We'll and mess with were, Cookman. <laughs> <laughs> and you, <laughs> and you were like, uh, man, just come to fam. And yeah. I was like, come to who? You know, and I didn't know nothing to beat. You know, like we were seniors back then, man. We were kids back then, really. So, uh, man, uh, I remember at y'all baby shower, man. Fam, you'd out. <laughs> hey, man, it's, 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 it's a real thing over here, man. Like, can't see it. You know, it's a podcast or whatever. Got my degrees looking right at me over there. So, yeah, we, we here with it. <laughs> word, word. But, yeah, nah, man. I mean, and it's funny because, like, you know, I, I almost didn't end up at fam. Like, you know, my, like, right out of, right out of high school, like, my three schools or whatever that I, like, you know, applied to or, like, honed in on was Howard fam and um umd you know i met all the requirements for all these joints or whatever you know but for whatever reason umd you know they ain't want to take me and i don't know why but you know i think it got a little something to do with you know i'm rubbing my hand for any you know those so you can you know envision what that means but anyway 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 you know it worked out how it should but um family was like my like number one choice from like you know from like the get-go like i remember like i went and visited uh my junior year of uh High school went down with like the the DC alumni chapter for FAMU and whatnot. Toured the school and everything, and like that joint was that joint was gorgeous, man. Like I can't hold you. Like it was like literally like the textbook vision of like what a what like a college experience should be like. You know, and what the best part about it is there were so many people there who looked like me. Like you know, coming up, you know, in like the DMV area, like you know, we live in a bubble, of course. Like you know, it's you know, it's hella successful black people and, you know, and hella black people just in general. But like, you know, it was cool to see that, you know, outside of that bubble. Cause like, I knew that that was, you know, like, this is certainly not the norm up here in like our general area. And like, to just see so many like-minded, you know, young black people just all in one concentrated area. Like it just was like, it, it lit a fire into me. And then on top of that, they had like the best journal, uh, broadcast journalism program amongst like the HBCUs. Like they had their own, you know, TV station, radio station, all that broadcast into like over 80,000 residents of Tallahassee. So they had it going on. So like I, I knew I needed to be up in that joint, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Because um, <laughs> my alma mater of UMES did not have that. Uh, <laughs> um, they got it now. Hey, man. Got For a, all those listening, I tried to recruit Spencer, Swan, <laughs> Damo, Andre, everybody. I tried to tell them to come down to FAMU. Yeah, yeah, man. Um 
I know uh, my my lady always says no coulda shoulda what is, but sometimes <laughs> I do envision like damn how would it? Because I remember the um the school and I got in uh, was Morehouse, um, and but you know they weren't trying to get your boy no money, and it's not Dang. cheap to go down there. So out of state out of state tuition is a yeah yeah, but um you know uh UMS man they didn't have uh. And that's why I considered FAMU at the time because they didn't, UMS didn't even have a broadcast journalism program like they have now. Um, you know, they had a radio station, a really small one, an old radio station. Matter of fact, when I was interning on there, if I got there before my supervisor, you literally had to turn the station on with a generator. Like it was a generator in the back and you had to turn that joint on. It's crazy. Now they got like a multi million dollar facility that has state of the art. They got better equipment. It's so I wild how, how much your schools progress once you leave. They get everything, right. man. It's like, crazy, dog. Everything. I went to my school for homecoming, and I remember they got better. Almost, now I don't want to say better. They got the same equipment we do, and I work for an NPR station. You know what I mean? I'm like, where was this at when I was? <laughs> so, yeah, but I can only imagine how much fame you has changed. Man, I mean, unfortunately, I ain't been down there since the was it like the fall after I graduated. You know, try to make it down there to homecoming, but you know, I'm gonna keep it. It's it's expensive to fly to Tallahassee. Let's <laughs> so say you got to get into that damn regional airport, and then on top of that, like homecoming is such a huge deal for all FAMUs and all people in Florida that them like them hotels and all that book up like a year in advance. Like as yeah, soon as the date yeah, drops, yeah, people yeah. are on it type deal. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know, you can come to mine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm a key, uh, I mean, uh, on another level of keeping it ace, I mean, I don't really, I mean, a part of it is also, you know, I don't really care to go to homecoming. I mean, like, that, yeah, I mean, like it's oh, different. No. Hey, hey, real quick, man. It's, it's funny, like, how we get older. So, my lady, right? Um, Morgan, we, uh, there was, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking about this because what you just said. My lady, uh, she, uh, we went to a uh, uh, cookout for my fraternity for Phi Beta Sigma about mm, two months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she went to. I mean, she's not like like not familiar with like you know Black Greek letter organiz- organizations and all that stuff, but you know she had told me she had never been to anything like that before. So we went, and it was a blue and white cookout, or sorry, uh, Litnik. Litnik, oh, Litnik, Litnik, okay. Yeah, Litnik, you know. It was not that lit this year, but like, you know. <laughs> so we went, and the only reason why I went, bro, was it was literally like 10 minutes down the street from where I live. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I was like, yeah, man, you want to come to the giant shit? Like, all right, that's cool. So, you know, we brought, we went, we brought the dogs, you know what I'm saying? We stayed there for maybe like an hour. It was at uh, Fort Washington Park. Okay. And so, you know, I ran into a few, you know, a couple of my pro fights, a couple of friends. Few of the bros. Yeah, few of the bros, you know, chilling. And so we left. As we were leaving, we were walking by the water. And she was like, yeah, so um, are you going to be going to this stuff like, for a while? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I said, what you mean? What you mean? And so we really walked off because the dogs had to go to the bathroom. We were going to come back. And so I said, uh, what you mean? I mean, you know, these are my people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, like, you know, like might pull up. I might not. You know, yeah, it might pull up. You know, my homecoming is in a is in a, uh, uh, you know, later this year. And she was, I'm not going to lie to you, Spencer. Like me and my friends, we make fun of men who go to stuff like this at this age. And I was like, huh? Damn. <laughs> 
like, what you mean? You know, I can go attend the attend the picnic. My bad, you know. Yeah, I was like, you make fun of men, and she was like, yeah. Did you not see how young them girls were out there? Well, I mean, and I, and I like, guess that's another thing because, like, I mean, people like you know, dudes like us, like we're not going places for that. Like, we're not, we're not here. For, like, <laughs> <laughs> we ended up uh, coming back, walking, driving back through the crowd to leave, mm. and like, yo, I was like, damn, there's a lot of young jumps out here and a lot of old. <laughs> And I was like, yo, how is it I've been doing, I've been going to stuff like this for like, not even, I, I, I mean, I've been in Sigma for 10 years, but like, man, you got into college in 09, so we've been going to stuff like this since then. Yeah. And I never really noticed that until she said anything. And it's it's like, because, you know, you got your wife now, you know, I say, I got my lady, like, you know, we're just in a different avenue. And it's like, damn, like, you're right. Like, we don't, I just went because I was like, man, it's Saturday, it's nice out. Yeah, it's it's just going for the vibes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just go, you know, if worse come to worse, you know, we can sit by the water, chill, you know. And, like, she was like, yeah, like, me and my friends, like, make fun of, like, people, like, men who come to stuff like this. I was about to light you up in the group chat. <laughs> And like I was like, and the only joints that we saw that was like our age, which was not that many, you know what I mean? They were kind of like off in the cut, kind of chilling by by themselves. But like now, the dudes that I personally was hanging with, like that I saw, like my profiles, they were around all people all our age, you know. Yeah, but walking through, you know, it was hundreds of people there, and I was like, damn, it is a lot of old dudes, you know. And so like when you said I ain't really tripping off going to homecoming, I'm like, yeah, because now like. Don't get me wrong. You love your alma mater. I love my alma mater. But like, it's kind of like, damn, we getting older. So it's like, what's really the point? And, you know, I know I ain't going to be going there for the jumps. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, I mean, for real, for like, that's the main thing people be going to it for. I mean, they be going to it, you know, to hook up, you know, get with people, see, see there, you know, they, they go that they go there to spend the block on whoever, you know, they had in college. That, yeah. you know, they're trying to see again. I mean, like, yeah. I, like, I guess it's like a little different now that, you know, like I have a family, like, you know, I'd maybe go down there, you know, and like from that standpoint or whatever, you know, check right. out the stuff, but I probably wouldn't, you know, I'm probably not. I'm probably not finna be in the in the parties like that. I mean, exactly, exactly. And especially right, like at, at fam, like it's like I'm gonna keep it ace, man. Like they 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 party too hard, like for me right, right now. Right. Like I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. Like what is it? It's like some Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then like Saturday, like and there's like something at every like hour, basically, of like you where you could be doing something, man. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, man. You know, I kind of you know, and like I said, we're gonna keep it you know, more authentic, like, you know, I was like that in college, like, you know, I, I feel it, I feel my it. senior year of college and I live with my LBs, like, yo, I was, no, I, like, I was never, I, oh, yes. <laughs> I remember you telling me, I always, I always kind of envisioned you like that, uh, that SpongeBob episode where like Squidward's like pissed off in his room while SpongeBob's blaring music outside, like, <laughs> Yo, that's like a perfect analogy, bro. I know when I was living, like, yo, like my lady, like people that like I've, I've recently met, like coworkers and stuff, like they be like, man, you really be in the bed early. You really to be chilling. I'm like, dog, my closest homies and friends know that this is nothing new. Like, I was in a, when I was living with my LBs, it'd be butt nigga hoes running around doing crazy stuff. I hear people, f like, you know, I used to walk in the bathroom, girl chopping Negroes off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I yeah. used to just get so, like you said, like, <laughs> sibling, 
And I, time, I remember one time, like, yo, I was so pissed off. I, I had uh, somebody I was, like, the person. No, yeah, somebody, this is, like, what, 2012. And somebody I was messing with back then, like, you know, they, they went to Salisbury, right, which was about 15 minutes down the road. I lie to you not, dog. It's, like, 3 in the morning on a Tuesday. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, during my room, you know, we chilling, you know. And like we when I say we chilling, we was chilling. Like I had my earplugs in, she sleep, I'm sleep, you know. And I never forget it. The Walking Dead was playing. And I kept hearing this noise out in the hallway, talking and yelling and all this other stuff. And I said, What the hell is going on? So I got up, put my bathrobe on, you know, and I peeked out the door and it was like it was a bunch of people out in the hallway. And I was like, what the fuck is this Tuesday? Man, I looked and I said, man, get up, pack your shit. We going to your place. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? So like, yo, like, you're right, dog. Like, there's no reason for me. And I remember that one time you came up. Remember you came up for my probate when I crossed Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to that party. What, what, what did I do in that party, dog? I was knocked. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I felt bad because, you know, my man Will came up. You know, I ain't seen him in a minute. They surprised me coming up there. It was you, Swan, and, was and I think Dre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three of us. Oh, man. I remember, like, when I was probating, I saw y'all out in the audience, man. I was like, oh, man, my, 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 my people came up here. And I remember, like, I felt bad because we were in that party after that. Like, and Will's like, yeah, man, you know, fam, this. I've been doing this, man. I've been doing that. You know, my only response was... <laughs> Now, granted, I just got offline. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was it was fair. We we understood. We understood. If, if you if you tell me about Jasmine and Willow right now after nine o'clock, you still go here. <laughs> Sweet, oh, speaking of which, man, yeah, dog. Like that's what I wanted to ask, talk to you about, man. Like, you know, I know you talked about Jazz, who's cool, by the way, cool as hell, and you know, uh, but how's it being a father? Like the transition of that, man. Transition is it's, I mean, it, it really is like hard to put into words, like how like amazing it is to be like a father. Like, I mean, at least, at least for me, I can't speak to nobody else's, you know, father experiences, whatever. Like, I don't know nothing about that. I just, right. just know what I've been on. But yeah, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take it even a step, step, step back. Just you know, just even dealing with like you know, like just finding out like you know we were pregnant or whatever. That in itself was just like such a surreal moment. Like I just remember, like I remember, um, you know the, you know, the test or whatever. You know, um, we didn't get one of those ones that you know you gotta decipher the lines and none of that. No, just basic yes or no. And you know we, you know we took it not you know while we wait on it. Like I mean, let's try not to be you know pregnant. Like you good, you know, you know. The, the red ladies, you know, finna pull up anytime soon. Like, you know, we, we good. Like, I'm not, yeah, like, as soon as I finished, like, that, as soon as that period hit, big bold letters, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not all, not lowercase. <laughs> yeah. All caps, yes. Like, dog, like, yeah. And I mean, like, it wasn't like a necessarily like a, a scared feeling or anything like that that hit me, which was, which was weird because, you know, like, you never want to be pregnant, especially, you know, we grew up in the era where, you know, the 16 and pregnant or whatever. So it was like, you know, uh, pregnancy, you know, it's bad, it's this, it's that or whatever. Right, so, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So like just that moment in itself was just surreal and like, you know, just kind of kind of having to like wrap my head around the fact that like I'm about to be responsible for like a whole life, like a whole human, like from literal like start to finish like you know like right. and that's 
that's that's that's a crazy thing, man. But it's 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 so beautiful, man. Just like seeing like the world through her eyes, like day by day, like and just watching her like learn and grow and like they move and grow so fast, man. And like they it's yeah, it's it's crazy, dog. Like I mean, you really want to understand this. You have have your own, of course. Like you know, right. like the like the type of feeling like that it is that comes with it. But like it's just like uh like a never end, like an eternal flame of like just like just nonstop like unconditional love. Like and it's just it's just wow. Like you know, you could have your worst you know your worst day at work or whatever you know, and then like you know when they see you and they like immediately light up, dog. Like nothing else matters. Type like it's it's crazy, man. Well, um, I have a dog. Kind of, but nah, not No, nowhere near. Look, man, when I got Harlem, my pit bull, the first thing that was out of my mouth was like, damn, what did I just sign up for? It was none of that, it was none of that stuff you just said. You know what I mean? All yeah. that great heartwarming. <laughs> Me, I was like, you know what I mean? So, like, no, it's definitely not the same thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I love my dog, but, like, nah, like, my dog pisses me off, I can put him in a cage. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 I mean, you know. just, you know, it's in the crib, you know, just, just swap it for the crib. No. <laughs> yeah, just, put a, just put some cardboard over the crib. I mean, I'm, but I'm not going to hold you, though. I mean, like, even with, you know, like, all that love and affection, I mean, it's, it's not always easy. Like, you know, the frustrations okay, sure. are, uh, are about like, you know, like right now, like our, our biggest frustration and it's like, it's, it's good. And it's a good and a bad thing. Like our biggest, biggest frustration. So like, first things first, like our, our girl, she's, she's a real good sleeper. Like, you know, we've always been fortunate with that from like, when I was from day one, cause like that first month was hell. But after that first month, <laughs> she was like, she was like sleeping through the night, like immediately, uh, you know? So we were like blessed with that. But like now, you know, she's progressing and growing and like, the one thing about her, she's like so determined. Like once she like, you know, once she like tries something or like starts to figure something out, like that's all she wants to do is just practice that. So her latest thing right now is pulling herself up in the crib and just standing up or just, you know, just sitting herself up. We'll be going to put her down for the night, you know, like, all right, good night, put her down, you know, go into the room. You know, vibe out. You know, we about to put some on the TV. Like we'll look on the camera, and she's just, you know, standing in the crib, just just vibing in the dark, like no, nothing going on. You know, and we, she, she knows she's tired. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So you go in there, you try to lay her down, but then she gets upset because you know she just wants to stand right now. That's all she want to do. Yeah. So like little frustrations like that, and then like you know, I mean, like I said, obviously you know that first month was like you know, like I said that that joint was hell because like we weren't getting any sleep. She was, you know, she was, she was somewhat sleeping, but like, um, and again, me not having any children, yeah. uh, any human ones anyway. <laughs> um, I heard like, cause I've never actually had this conversation with anybody on here, much less a man um, <laughs> What's you know, about, about fatherhood, you know, oh, what I mean? yeah, no, about, sure. like, you know, little ones and newborns. So, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that you sleep when they sleep yeah like that first yeah that first month was like definitely a you sleep when they sleep like whenever she went down for a nap like we we try to we try to get a nap in like yeah. you know because she would be she and what killed us about her though is like she she like came out the womb with these long sleeps like she would sleep for like seven or seven or eight hours you know the only problem with that is she was doing that during the day like <laughs> 
that's a little backwards, but you know. Like she, like she would be up all night, just you know, like fussing, you know, whoop de woo, blah de blah, and then through the throughout the whole day sleep. And I mean, can't wake her up for nothing. Like sleep like a brick, like a log, dog. Like and like it was, you know, it was it was it was a real challenge, just you know, trying to flip that schedule and get it right. But like, yeah, 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 no, yeah like yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a beautiful thing, man. And it's, you know, it's it's crazy. And then, like, I also like, you know, off the jump, like, you know, I had like a like kind of like a trial by fire, like right after, you know, right after Jazz had, you know, had Willow because um, like we, you know, we were in the hospital with her for like, you know, like two to three days or whatever, like, you know, post post birth. I mean, we were in there for a long time off jump because like so we, you know, we came back home Friday and then like, you know, we were good, you know, home chilling for like a week. And then like Jazz had like her two week checkup or something like that. And like, you know, she ended up having to um like be admitted into the hospital because like her blood pressure was like so high, which is not, you know, Jazz or the baby? Jazz. Jazz. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because her blood pressure was too high, um, which isn't like, you know, crazy after you know after giving birth like it's normally a little raised but hers was like you know like crazy high basically they were saying like it was like you know even while that she was you know standing type deal at that moment so like you know so yeah, it was you know definitely a scary moment but you know the uh the other end of that was like you know i had to be home here just me me and willow you know for like three days straight just you know off the early off the rip just you know make you know making it happen like doing 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 it all me you know type stuff so like it was you know it was definitely interesting, but like it, it's like it was like an experience that like it, it didn't phase me type deal. You know what I mean? Like this was just like yo, like this is this is what I have to do, and like you know, I'm gonna do it because she, this is what you know she she needs for me, like type deal, and like just that mindset is like it's just wild to have that type of you know that like to yeah, sit man. back and think about that and like realize like you know like this is what she needs, and like you know, all right, bet like I'm gonna just get it done, like let's do it, like type deal. But that's the um, and kind of I guess staying on the topic but sort of getting away from it um you know uh the second episode of this podcast which i think i believe it was no third sorry um called my brother's keeper and i had my man brandon on and i remember um you know i take away a little bit from each of y'all that come on here um you know i might not be able to memorize each episode or everybody that i've on here word for word but there's always at least one thought that i can take away and i remember with him he said that, you know, with unions, commitments, romantic ones anyway, you know, uh, Instagram, society, social media, whatever, what have you thinking that, like, you know, it's 100, 100. And he was like, no, one day it's going to be 200, zero, you know, meaning that your partner, you know what I mean? And that, you know, you, you know what I'm trying to say. No, for sure. Like, yeah. You, you know, just, first of all, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad jazz is good. You know, y'all, y'all. Oh, know, man, like, there, there's way much more we can get into with, like, her whole pregnancy and all that. Like, it was it was a ride, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I can, I'll maybe save that for, a, you know, possible joint collab. Well, you know, I'm going to have y'all on here together. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, man. Because you know, that's more so her story than mine. Yeah. Know? So, uh, jazz, uh, if or when you're listening, hey, girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, nah, man. Glad oh, yeah. she um she was good off that, but you know it's just one of those testaments where it's like, yo, like, yeah, man, like something happened, something's going on with my other half. Like, I gotta pick up the slack and someone else's. 
You know what exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Know. And that, that's like your man said, like that's really like the cornerstone of any relationship, really just having that give and take and being willing to recognize when it's when it's necessary and like being actually willing to follow through with it. You know, it's one thing to say, like, all right, you know, I can, you know, I can get you out the way or whatever with this or with that. But like, you know, actually saying it and follow through following following through with it, excuse me, and like, you know, getting it done is like completely, completely different. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, man, it's um it's a beautiful thing, man. And uh, you know, it I guess it's starting to make sense why that pastor said what he said at y'all wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's um, so great. Oh no, 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 like, no, 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 no. I was gonna say, like, it's crazy that you know he said that because like so like we had to do you know the marriage counseling or whatever, like leading up to you know the wedding and like before like going into it like maybe like man i mean we don't really want to do this i mean like what are we finna talk to him about like it's, it's finna be whack like you know like, why can't he just just show up and marry us like i mean we could just pay him to do that like why can't he yeah, just do that yeah, yeah, yeah. but man like you know those were like you know some very you know we only did i think like four sessions with him or whatever but they were some very very fruitful sessions and like we were like honored and like to hear him say that about us that like he feels that, that we were honestly like you know one of like the prime examples of like how a relationship should be run i mean like and he's seen many and he's counseled many and he, like you know he's he said there was like you know times where he would you know have to tell people like hey look like i don't know if y'all two really want to do this or not but i mean so so to hear him say like you know he was really you know truly honored to like have met us and know us you know it was like it's it's like I'm, I'm speak. I'm, I was truly speechless over it. I mean, like, because yeah. at the end of the day, like, I don't, you know, it's not like we're aiming to do anything, but spectacular or like looking to be any type of like role models or anything like that. Like, you know, we're just two people who love each other, who are, you know, just working at that day in, day in, day in, day in and day out, and just trying to, you know, trying to make it happen. However, we need that to be, and like a, a big thing on that is just, you know literally just communicating with one another and then knowing how to communicate with that person and knowing how that person communicates and just yeah really just trying to like work with each other against whatever problems you guys face not you know like knowing that you know whatever problem that comes up is it's a it's an us problem it's something that we have to tackle it's not you know you're not in this alone or you know like all right well what you finna do about that like you know like yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right, man. Because like, you know, referencing Morgan again, you know, uh, she's probably not going to like that. I say this, but, um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Shit. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes we'll be having conversations and uh, we, we were talking about this the other day. And, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have conversations and, you know, me, man, me, guys like you, me, like, you know, all of us, Dre, Swan, Damo, they all been like just chill dudes for sure never really yelling never really screaming you know what i mean never really you know so with morgan a lot of times she'd be like oh this is such a you know when we have a you know i guess i wouldn't say argument but like a disagreement right mm -hmm. and you know about something and she'd be like oh this is so tense this is such a tense conversation and that's as loud as she gets mm -hmm. um which is good but <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, yeah. I was like, this is so stressful. This is so tense. I'm so this, and I'm looking at it like, damn, this is this tense to you? Like, you like, know, <laughs> I've like, been in some tense. This, yeah, yeah, and that's my point. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? I says, man, you know, yeah. and I said, man, we just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just talking, you know. And like, it's funny because, you know, body language is everything. And I can look like just like the other last night, you know, we're talking in the car and, 
we were talking about something and like I could just tell and I was like, yo, is this a tense conversation for you? She goes, Yes, it is. <laughs> and I was like, yo, she's like, it's not tense. I was like, I'm chilling, bro. Like we just yeah, talking. Like, because like you and I both know what tense is. Yeah. You know and then? and a lot of things are only as tense as you make it, even if you know we we disagree or disagree passionately or whatever it is, yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But you set you set those parameters. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it's like what we were talking about yesterday. One of the points that I brought up was I was like, well, you know, everybody has their own definition of what conflict may be or what tense may be, you know. And I can remember, you know, the person I was with a few years ago where that that was and I talked a little bit about on the first episode here. But like, you know, that was just a blur. Like I that that was like what you what the pastor said, y'all two ain't got no business. <laughs> no business. He'd have said that to us, you know. And I remember like, you know, like this particular person would just like scream and yell and all this other stuff when they just didn't get their way or they were upset. Just a very toxic situation to be yeah. in. And here I am doing the same thing. You know, me screaming, yelling, you know. And that's not something that, you know, we do or I know I don't do it. You don't do it. But we when you have those people like bring you out of your character like that. And I can remember one particular time, like, you know, it's just a screaming match, man. Like, you know, everything is going through one ear and out the other. We're just yelling. Yeah. That's why arguments are like, you know, whether it be romantic and family conflicts, you know, work, whatever arguments like, you know, it's scientifically proven. Well, you know, I'm not about to get into the historian thing, but like it's literally it's scientifically proven that when, you know, you're I forgot the chemical that's released. But when you get angry, it overtakes your hearing sense. Mm. So you literally are not, you're not <laughs> like hearing, hearing like, what the other person is saying. Like, for sure. <laughs> like the words are going in one there and right well, out, right out the other. You, you're just you thinking know. about the next thing that you want to say because you're exactly. so pissed because they got you so messed up. Exactly. And sometimes it might not be going through one in and out the other. It might just be stopping it the first <laughs> year, you know. And uh, I can remember, like, the next day, I was like, yeah, that argument we had, I BS you that. She was like, that was an argument to you? Slum, yes, it was. Like, it wasn't to you. Like, you know. <laughs> and, like, she, was like, she was like, well, I thought we was just talking. And right there, that was one of the first things where I was like, mm, we ain't got no business, you no, know. No, because if this is how you talk, I don't want to talk. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like my point in saying all that is like everybody has their own definitions of conflict or tense or whatever. Now, Morgan, you know, and I'm sure you can say the same thing about jazz. Couldn't be more grateful for someone who yells like this. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why we can't do that. And like, when, like the other day, a couple about a week ago, she was trying to say, she said something and she was like, I'm so pissed off. I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, watch out. She mad. You know, she was, it wasn't nothing I did, you know, but, 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 yeah, yeah. I was like, you're what? And she was like, cause she don't curse, you know? Mm. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to have, you know what I'm saying? That other side where like, you know, y'all can work as a team, you know, and um, it's it's just knowing where you and I came from with that. You know what I mean? It's nice to and, and man, look, I said it before I say it again. Ain't nothing or one of the beautiful things is when you hear black men, you know, well, men in general, but especially black men like profess, you know, their love for, you know, their significant sure. other. You know? uh, no definitely definitely and i mean like 
I mean, not for nothing, but you know, I, you know, a lot of those relationships, you know, that I were, you know, prior to jazz, some of them sucked. Some of them sucked. You know, they were, you know, they were toxic, if you will, or whatever. But like, I fully appreciate that. You know, I did have to go through those, and you know, I did have to like, you know, take a lot of lessons and learn from those things to become the man that I am today to be the man for jazz type deal. Like, if we, you know, like. It worked out perfect that, you know, even though we knew each other in college, that we didn't start we didn't start dating in college type deal. Because, you know, we, we we both, you know, we weren't ready for that type of, you know, that type of thing. And only I mean, let me let me even just take it a kind of like a step back or two there. So, like, you know, we me and my wife, you know, we met each other in 2009, fall freshman year, college family or whatever, you know, had been cool ever since. And like, you know, we always knew there was like, you know something about that other uh, other person that you know was just you know interesting or like you know kind of drew us to them you know but we never really talked on it never spoke on it never even thought about it you know until much later and then even when we thought about it some like we were like you know uh you know i mean like this is somebody i really value as a friend like you know i don't really want to you know take that risk and like you know mess that mess this up or whatever but we just we just jumped into it basically and like you know we we never looked back like after like right after college essentially like and i'm like kind of skipping around there but you know like it's it's wild it's it's, it's, it's just wild yeah 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 because i remember y'all said y'all started out as friends man you know yeah like, um, yeah there's like a photo of us together like freshman year or whatever like you know and she's like sitting on my lap or whatever like you know it was just like you know on some plutonic type stuff or whatever like just to take a photo but like you know, yeah, 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 you know yeah. people who, some of our friends like look back at that you know our friends and fam or whatever look back at that and be like oh like you know i always knew you guys you know would date or something like that or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, how, how, how you know and i ain't know how, how? Hey, it's funny when, when people <laughs> say that shit you know um as somebody reached out to me a little while ago uh, who i was used to sort of were interested in i guess you could say mm-hmm. and they actually heard me on the radio and uh well this is what they said and it goes i just always knew that you would pursue your dreams man shut the fuck you didn't even <laughs> now, that ain't going against <laughs> that ain't going against what somebody said about you and jazz you know but i, I got that text message you know, the, 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 the facebook messages no i think it was on instagram yeah <laughs> And you know, oh, so I just always knew that you would do something, oh, you know. You, you knew, know. huh? Okay. Because I didn't even know. Matter of <laughs> like, fact, you right. gave me a chance to tell like, you what I wanted to do. You know, like, we were we were not concerned with each other in that type of capacity we were, at we all throughout them four yeah. years we were in college. Like, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, in a completely yeah. other relationship. You know, that was my like long-standing relationship off and on from like fall uh, September. September. I meant to say, like spring freshman year. Excuse me. To yeah, yeah. Basically, um, basically senior year. But anyway, you know, we'll need nah, to get into man, that. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like it's just like I'm sitting here thinking about all the like you know the uh, the past memories we have with you know uh, you and I the uh, all the uh, first cruise we went on. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, man, that was that was hey, a, great. That was great. a different yeah. time. No, no, I'm telling this story, damn it. I don't care what okay, anybody... I think I, I, think I know what you're going I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you fly. <laughs> hey, uh, Dre, a.k.a. Crumb. Uh, you know you're my mans, but I got to put you out there. <laughs> and Dre ain't like this no more. <laughs> he's not, he's not. But, uh, we, uh, so Will's father, uh, Will's father used to, uh, you know, take us on these, like, dope cruises, man. Uh, shout out to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Davidson, you know. And uh, right away, Mrs. Davison, Will's uh, lovely mom, 
the matriarch of the Davidson family, is my aunt's line sister. So that makes me and Will more, I guess, <laughs> closer related. Yeah, that was wild as hell to find out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's my, sorority sister, line sister. Line sister. Yeah, my aunt hits me up because, are you going to Will's baby shower? I was like, how do you know Will? Like, what the, you know. But anyway, so um, yeah, so we went out. Will's father used to take us on these cruises, and I remember the first one he took us on. Uh, we were all eighteen. I think Dave was probably like nineteen, and this was a summer before we all went to college. It was me, Will, Dre, Swan, and David, and uh, we were all eighteen years old. But some about us young men at that time, we all looked older. Um, you know, we all had full beards by senior year of high school, you know. And uh, so we're sitting, this is like two in the morning, and we're sitting uh, in the little pizza buffet area on the boat. And um, a group of these young girls, these girls come up to us. There's a true story, hand about. And they go, hey, y'all. Like, we go, hey, you know, you know. It's funny because, like, we were all talking about, yeah, we want to get all the girls, and the girls come up <laughs> to us. And now we all nervous because they look older, right? Yeah, <laughs> he go, how y'all doing? We said we doing good, yeah, you know. And uh, they go, y'all want to come with us on the deck, man? I don't even think they finished the sentence before we was behind their ass, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> we go up on the top deck. It's five of them. It's five of us. And I remember each one of us is talking to one of them on our own lonesome. Probably one of the funniest stories of my childhood or late early adulthood life. One of the it is with these guys. As a matter of fact, when you got married, and I, I told Morgan that we were going to your wedding, um, she was like, she was a little nervous because she was like, Oh, I don't really know these people. All of these guys could have been comedians if they wanted to. You know, <laughs> and I told her that. And after the wedding, she's oh, they were so funny, so nice. So we're sitting on the cruise deck, right? And uh, one of us is each one of us is talking to one of the girls. One, of, they were all at least twenty four years old. You know, we all just graduated high school, so we're all lying about our age. You know, I think I said I was like thirty. You know what I mean? I think I was like a like a rapper. I don't know what I said. We, we all we all lied to them, right? You know. So they see where y'all from? We all we from BC. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we do this, we do that. You know. Just lying. They go, oh, okay. One of them was literally an attorney, I think. I think she just graduated law school or something. Mm-hmm. You know. So we all come back together as a collective group, you know, the 10 of us. And we're talking. We're on the top deck. So Dre, sorry, bro. I got to I gotta tell this story. This is sometimes disingenuous, you know. <laughs> Dre goes, uh, he goes, yeah, so uh, what do you guys like to do for fun? Right? And they were like, oh, I mean, you know, we like to go out. We like to drink happy hour. We are not up drinking. <laughs> I think he just remembered where this story I, I just remembered exactly what the hell he said. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, Dre was like, we all like to do fun. Like, oh, we like to drink and go to happy hour. I don't think we knew what happy hour was because we're 18 years old, right? So they were like, what do y'all like to do? So Dre goes, oh, well, you know, after school, we like to go to Will's house and play video games. <laughs> so it was at that moment that I remember a girl, one of the girls said, oh, y'all know how women, some women feel about men playing video games. I feel like that's a stupid argument, but whatever. That's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, um, 
they were like, oh, so you guys play video games? And he was like, yeah, we go over to my boy Will's house and we play, uh, you know, GoldenEye and all this other stuff. And Mario Kart, and I, I'll lie to you not, my favorite part of the story, Will walks up to me. I don't know if you remember this, bro, but Will walks up to me. He grabs me by the shirt, pulls me in. He goes, if he tells them we play Pokemon Snap, I'm throwing him off his boat. <laughs> And I was like, no, so we thought that was as worse it was gonna get, right? So we like, all right, man. Well, you know, any chance of getting to know these young women more personally is out the door. Um, well, that ship has sailed, no pun intended. (laughs) So Dre goes, So, ladies, (laughs) he goes. So if you could be an animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> like so much cringe. Like uh, I feel like I'm experiencing it all over again. Like, all right, you're gonna go through it. You're, you're gonna experience it. Yeah, you know this is what I do. I, I tell stories. I mean that's my job. You know. So the girl said, "What?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah." So what kind of animal would you be if you could be one? And. uh so the girl was like, the girls were like, these are lawyers and doctors, bro. Like, what the, you know? This so, is not the type of small talk we need to be having. <laughs> so Dre goes, oh, so the girl goes, I mean, I don't know. I would be a bird. So Dre, this is this is the punchline right here. Dre goes, oh, I would be a lion. <laughs> I don't know what my man was on that day. The next thing, the next time, um, the next thing they said was, you guys have a good night. <laughs> and we said, uh, we looked at and we were like, dog. Now, one more story, right? For Because I don't want Dre to feel like he's, you know, by himself. Swan, my man. <laughs> <laughs> All good dudes, right? So this is the second cruise we were on. It was me, you, Dre, um, Elbow, aka well, Larry, Larry, AKA Larry, Elbow, aka Pernell, aka Pernell, and Swan. <laughs> so we were on another cruise, right? An international cruise line. This thing was massive. I think it was like the Oasis of the Seas or something, something like that. Yeah. So all of us being from PG Waldorf, whatever. We're walking around the cruise, and we kept running into these group of girls that were fine as hell, right? And we kept running into them. Kept run- We kept seeing them. And I remember we were like, man, we should go talk to them. We should-. And all of us were like very shy, whatever, you know. So um, I guess Dre didn't have a repeat. Didn't want to have a repeat the last time, so he was out. And <laughs> so we were like, man, whatever. So we went to one of the lounges later that night. And I remember all y'all were on the dance floor. Right, except for me, and I was uh, just uh, sitting down by myself. And the finest one out of that group of girls comes to sit right next to me. Right, she sits down and she goes, "Hey," I said, <coughs> "Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, you come here often, you know." I think I said that shit. I said you come here often. Like, it's a cruise line, right? Right. Like, as often as I can, I guess. That's <laughs> night one. <laughs> so. Um, she goes, uh, oh, so yeah, I see you walking around with your friends. I said, yeah, yeah, you know, my friends, you know. <laughs> and uh, she goes, where are you from? I'm shaking like a bitch. <laughs> so she goes, uh, 
I said, uh, I said, oh, I'm from uh, Charles County. I'm from Waldorf. She goes, oh, I'm from Fort Washington, Maryland. What are the odds <laughs> that this woman, this gorgeous young woman, sits down next to me on an international cruise line and is from 15 minutes up the street? Astronomical. So we're sitting there. And we're talking, and I was about to ask for a number. You guys came back over off, off, off the dance floor. And so all of your guys are standing up. She's still sitting down. She looks at Swan, because Swan kind of like sits down on like the armrest of the chair. So she looks at Swan, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Is this your seat? He goes, yeah, that's my seat. <laughs> She goes, oh, okay. Read the room. Like never seen her ass again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he said he didn't hear her correctly. Yeah, I know, I know. I was, I was my next part. I was my next part. I was like Swan, and he was like, "Man, I thought she said something. I thought she said something else." You know. <laughs> hey, man, hilarious. Dog. Fumbled. Funny dog, funny man. So yeah, man. So I uh, has a fam dog, like not just. I mean, you know, when I say fam, that could be a very has fam. You has your fam, has your parents. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, a lot of fans, a lot of fans. <laughs> so yeah, man. So how to like you know, um, you know, that's what I want to ask. Like you know the so when you when you got married, right? Mm-hmm. You had your premarital like counseling you know from the pastor obviously you know i uh you know looked up to you know my my mother and my father's relationship you know they um they had a wonderful marriage um they did however separate and like the year i graduated like 2014 actually 2013 or 2014 i can't remember exactly the year but um towards the end of that but um no i mean like they had a, they had a pretty they had a they had a pretty good relationship and like they you know like seeing their love, you know, was something that I, something that I always wanted for, you know, if you, if you, if you will, as far as like, you know, looking for relationships and things like that. Like, I don't know, like I was always, I was always kind of like the quote unquote hopeless romantic of a kid, if you will. Like, you know, I, I grew up on too much damn Disney and, you know, all those type of, di- all yeah. those type of like, you know, shows, you know, as like a youth. So like, you know, I always knew like love was something like, you know, like, that I wanted as a part of my life and that I knew I'd be married one day. And that like, I, you know, had all these examples around me of like, you know, you know, not only great fathers, but, you know, good husbands and, you know, people who are in like, you know, good and healthy relationships, whether it be my, you know, uncles or whether it be like, you know, even like my, my friends, you know, fathers and their, you know, their mothers. Cause you know, like a lot of my friends that I like grew up and like still keep close, like, you know, their their parents are like parents to me too like essentially like you know like it's you know they say it takes a village you know and that's that's a that's a real life thing like you know i i feel like i was raised by all of our parents you know in just different ways different times and you know different capacities essentially i mean that's kind of what i was curious about because um you know i had uh one of my older frat brothers got married this year and me and him were working out together one day and he was telling me about like you know the premarital counseling he went through but it was also like words of leadership from his father and his his parents had been together for a long time but you know of course it was his father kind of like talking to him and then of course my brother just got married um shout out to clem yeah clem jr clem little clem (laughs) (laughs) he just got married and um you know i know there were conversations that were had with my father and him so you know i was just curious like 
you know, because to me, when it comes to leadership and wisdom, no matter what faction it's in, you can never get enough of it. Um, Whether it be a husband, father, you know. Yeah, man, you know, the reason why I wanted to ask you that, um, you know, because like I said, we have other, you know, form like layers and forms of uh, uh, leadership. But, you know, I know if you don't mind me bringing this up, um, you know, uh, how was it? Because I know your parents just kind of split sort of um you know I, I know you mentioned it to me when you asked me to be uh your groomsman but and that was a minute ago so how was it like i guess like again if you don't mind me asking like to navigate with that while in the process of marrying jazz yeah man it was uh definitely different so like it technically wasn't you know in the process of marrying jazz, if you will, like, cause it happened, like I said, about 2014, I want to say is like oh, when they officially, okay. when they officially split jazz and I started dating in 2015, though we were talking at this point in time, but even though, you know, lo- those type of things, it's not like, it's like, uh, you know, just that moment. And then it's, it's over with and done. Like those type of things, like, you know, they affect so many other, you know, facets and, you know, the way you move and, you know, the way things go down the line. So it's definitely something that's kind of been like a, you know, a topic, so to speak, whether it, you know, like for like, for like jazz and I, whether it be like, you know, going to my father's and his, you know, his girlfriend's house, you know, and whatnot, you know, or, you know, whether it's, um, you know, just kind of like being in like the, like that atmosphere of just, you know, them, like them in the same room together, you know, and it's just like a little awkward, you know, because, you know, there's this big, huge elephant in the room and, you know, they don't want to talk, you know, they don't, you know, no one wants to talk about it, but it's like, you know, Right. weird but anyways um yeah man it was uh it was it was, it was definitely a hard pill to swallow for sure because like you know you you look at your parents and you know you think like oh yeah for sure like you know they'll be together forever you know they've been together you know at that point in my life i think it was 22 years or 20 21 22 years and it's like you know yeah you know they're gonna be you know rocking forever whatever and then did he get hit you know with that like immediately after coming back from college was like a you know damn like all right you know this is <laughs> I mean, the real world's kind of starting here. And, like, I always, you know, kind of thought about it, like, um, like, damn, like, maybe, you know, it shouldn't really hit this hard because, you know, I'm already, like, you know, you're already, like, grown. You know, you think about, like, oh, like, you know, your parents split or whatever. You you think that, you know, more so affects, like, like the younger kids or whatever, you know, type deal because they're, you know, whatever, in the house or, you know, like, they're still multiple. They're still young, so they want both parents in the household. But, like, it it's still it's still his different man still still his different like you know as a as a young adult if you will you know at like 21 at that point in time I mean, i'm 31 now so i guess that's been you know 10 years yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'll say this you know even though i can't necessarily relate to that i do know that grief comes in all different forms for sure you know um you know, we we think of grief and we think of mourning as like strictly just mortality. But, you know, you can grieve things that are still alive. You can mourn things that are people that are still alive. I've said this before on here, but um, not really having to do with your parents situation. But mm-hmm. one of, it's kind of what we're talking about as far as like grief. And, you know, it, it still affects you in a way that you didn't think it would. Um, one of my favorite quotes is uh, by Malcolm X, where he said, uh betrayal is often worse than death because um you can conceive death because you have no choice but to do it 
Yeah. But betrayal is harder because you're mourning. And I'm again, I'm paraphrasing him, but sure. the point he was trying to make is that betrayal is harder because you're mourning a person who's still here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like you're thinking yeah. about the things that they did and they did it with a conscious mind. So not the same thing, but sort but, of so, sort of relatable. No, for for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. But like just going through that, like at that point in time it was like, you know, weird. And like it even like, you know, like I said, it would affect little little things. Like, you know, I wouldn't it was it was a point in time where like I didn't even want to like pull up to my mom's house anymore just because like it made me sad to just be there to kind of like think about like all like you know the memories of the household and to like see like you know not the condition it's in because it's a it's still a fine house or whatever but just you know the house itself like it felt colder if you will just because like you know like the you know the i mean the love is the love is gone type yeah you know so like it you know it's you know it's it i could definitely say it's like a you know it's like a it's like grieving like that. No, that that yeah, definitely man. that definitely makes sense. And I mean, like, you know, yeah. Fortunate to say, like, you know, we've we've come away since then. You know, they're they don't necessarily talk per se, but you know, there's more of a, you know, an amicable thing there, if you will. You know, they were seat, seated next to each other at the wedding, you know, they're you know, they you know, are at the same table for like our baby shower and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, small talk talk and whatnot, you know, is exchange is exchanged here and there. So like, you know, they're definitely in a good place and it's definitely, you know, a, a better place now. But you know, like those type of things, like it's you know, it's uh, you know, I hate to keep saying it, but yeah, it, it really does hit a little hit a little different, you know, fresh out of fresh out of college, you know, and you're you know, you're coming back, you know, to kind of look for like, you know, some some normalcy, some stability, you know, as you try to figure out, you know, what you really about to do next with your life type deal. So like that was, it was definitely a, you know, a pivotal, pivotal point right there. So just to be clear, like when you came back from, you didn't know about this until you came back. Until like, I had no idea. And apparently like, you know, like they had been, you know, like not fighting per se, but not seeing eye to eye for like, you know, some time, I guess like, you know, and it was just, Essentially, I guess they kind of like shielded me from it since, you know, I was in school. They wanted me to focus on that and everything like that. So because I remember I didn't know the full the full context of it. But yeah. And I mean, like to this day, like, you know, like I don't necessarily have all the all the context that, you know, that I feel like I should per se or the. But at the end of the day, I just kind of chalked it up to, you know, hey, these are two people. They were in a relationship, you know though they are my parents, you know, that's their business. And, you know, I, I can only concern myself with it, but, uh, you know, so much basically type deal. Like, right. Right. Well, uh, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm glad that you, uh, you know, I know I'm under bad circumstances, under these circumstances, I'm still like glad that you kind of like opened up about that. No, for sure. And I mean, like I learned, like I said, I learned a lot from it and it definitely, you know, helped me to see some things that, you know, like I know that I, I'll, you know, I won't do as a husband or like, I won't, you know, like go for as like a partner or whatever, like, you know, like certain stuff like that. So like, it's, you know, it's, you know, it, it definitely, you know, all goes into the, right. you know, right, right, right. Um, relative ball, if you will, that makes you who you are. <laughs> nah, man, that's heavy dog. Like when Nick came on this joint and, you know, he was talking about things he talked about and he was like, man, I really don't talk about this. Like I'm always grateful for, you know, especially men, no, for um, sure, for sure. I mean, for for like this is outside of like you know my wife, and then like you know touching on it here or there with like some of the fellas. I mean, this is the most I've spoken spoken on it. Like, hey man, again, I'm very honored. I know the circumstances no problem, stuck. stuck. <laughs> hey man, it is what it is, man. But you know, it's life is going life. You know, you just, yeah, you just yeah, gotta you yeah. just gotta life with it. You know, keep it pushing. Yeah, life uh, be life and 
Life, um, life on life. <laughs> you know, uh, but it shows, you know, it, it, it's, it, and I, maybe this is just me being an optimist, but like, even though you're going, your parents going through that and you've seen it, you know, it, it can probably, you know, hopefully it'll build, like you said, well, you did, you know, build wisdom in you. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, and, no, for uh, sure. Because that's not something we've always had. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I appreciate you coming by, dog. Again, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Um, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, a great conversation and uh, a few points of pointless conversation talking about <laughs> pointless things we did. Um, but what is life if it's not pointless? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will say this uh, before we get up out of here, because Will is the last individual person I'm going to have on uh, for right now. The, I'm about to, st- Will already knows this. I'm about to start the marriage series, meaning that I'm going to have all the married men who have been on here already, including Will. Now their wives are going to join. A little couples counseling with Spencer. Ain't no couples counseling. I'm trying to figure out who mess up. I'm uh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm just gonna be the witness to uh, you know the uh, inner workings of y'all's relationship and stuff. Where? You know, but anyway, so yeah, that's kind of the news. The, the Davidsons news. are looking forward to it, man. Yeah, man. You know, um, a couple of people told me they were a couple of men in there because I one of the guys I had on his wife was really excited. She was like, "The wives got something to say," and I was like, Uh-oh. <laughs> "You know, so <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing." So maybe a little um, both. <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just glad I won't be sitting next to him during that episode. Yeah. Um, but anyway, nah, man. So we're gonna do that um, for the next few episodes, man. I think it's gonna be real dope. Give uh, our generation a breath of fresh air that romance is a positive and beautiful thing, and like you know, all these black men who come on here and talk so highly of their wives. Now you'll get to hear them your- yourself, you know. So um, next is uh, Brandon and Ebony. I'm a little afraid for that one because. Brandon is a very interesting person and his wife is a very interesting person <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> so, but no, man, so we're going to do that. But anyway, so that's like the big announcement for right now. But uh, yeah, man, can't wait for you and Jazz to come back on. You will be hearing Will's voice in the not so distant future with his beloved wife, Jazz. And maybe Willow might join. Uh, hey, um, I mean, she loves to join in on all our calls anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all once again for tuning in on the Morally Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about (laughs) very morally and intellectually, sometimes very, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about right. You know what it's called. You know, fuck it. You know, but now I have my man Will on. Definitely uh, gracious for him coming on here. my uh, apple in my eyes in the next room and I'm pretty sure she's kind of giving me the death stare because she's angry so uh, I'm gonna get up out, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up on up out of here you and know tripping over your words yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, a little, I'm a little scared right now you know because uh, I said it will be the next 10 minutes I said that 30 minutes ago so, <laughs> alright man we about to be up out of here and uh, pray for me that I don't get hurt you know, appreciate you having me appreciate all y'all out there